Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 304 of the Spearhead Sundays podcast. We're back. Uh, I had a, had a week off. I was very sick. I've adjusted my medicine, okay? Because as you guys know, I tried it. I've been trying a new medicine. I'm on armadaphanil. And uh, last week, uh, I've just I've just started taking. I was taking a, a half dose. Uh, after last week, I'm now down to half of that. So I want like a quarter uh, dose of it. And I'm feeling, uh, I'm trying to manage the side effects of the medicine uh, and the of the actual effects of my illness. And I'm trying to balance what makes me feel the best. Uh, and last week, obviously I skipped a podcast. I was, I was feeling quite bad. I, uh, I, I was hallucinating all last week. <laughs> yeah. The whole week I'd been hallucinating. Um, I remember the first, which I've never done before. The first time it happened, I was in the kitchen and I was making eggs and it was like 2 p.m. That's my breakfast. Uh, <laughs> I, I'd just woken up. Uh, I'm very ill. Uh, and I'm making eggs and then I just, and, uh, and I just hear, Louie! And, and uh, Jazz calls me that uh, a little bit. And, uh, and I go, yeah. And uh, no response. I'm like, oh, sometimes that, you know, sometimes that happens if you're on the other ends of the house, one person goes, hey, and you go, yeah, but they don't hear the yeah. So they just start going, hey, <laughs> and then you get to, I'll walk over to them. So then I, so then I, uh, I go, ah, oh, whatever. She'll come over here. She knows I'm in the kitchen. And then, uh, and then I'm, I'm making my eggs and I hear Louie and I go, <laughs> and I go, yep, nothing. I don't hear anything. I'm like, I'm like, bitch. Fucking come over here. You know, I'm in the kitchen. Uh, I'm not going down there. I'm cooking. I don't want to burn down the house. And then and then five more minutes go by and I hear Louie. And I go, what? <laughs> come here. Anyway, she's not in the house. She's not there. She left. She went out and she told me that she went out. <laughs> I just assumed that she'd come home. And I'm fucking all pissed off at her. <laughs> what? I'm in the kitchen. What do you want? Uh, and then I was like, oh my God, that's fucking, I was like, oh man, she's not here. Weird. And then I, and then I texted her. I was like, baby, you home? I thought, well, maybe she's outside. She goes, no, I'm at Bunnings. Why? I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck. And then, and then, the, two days go by, nothing. And then, uh, and then I'm in the kitchen again, like on a, on a Wednesday. And, uh, and I was, uh, I was making toast. It's 2 p.m. It's breakfast. I'm very ill. And uh, and minding my own business. And I hear, Louie. I go, yeah. And uh, again, nothing. And I go, oh, God. oh, no. What is happening? And then and then I'm and now I'm like, okay, well, last time I I I was thinking, I just put it away. I was like, ah, I imagined it. You know, which is a synonym for ah, uh, hallucinated it. <laughs> I'm a, imagining something is a conscious decision. Like, oh, imagine how it would be cool to to be able to fly. Jumping out of a fucking window going, I can fly. That's hallucinating. They're, they're, they're actually not very similar at all. Um, they're both happening in the mind, but one's a, con a conscious decision to play in a fantasy world. The other is like a belief that you know is true until you hit the pavement and break your legs. Um, so I'm making toast and I hear, Louie, and, and now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, well, I can't be hallucinating because hallucinating is what crazy people do and I'm not crazy. So obviously it's a ghost. Mm. Uh, it, it, clearly my house is haunted, okay? Everyone knows this. Uh, and I hear, Louie, and I go, <laughs> 
<laughs> now I'm scared. I'm like, what's going on? And then, and then I'm like, I'm like literally in the kitchen like this, holding my head going, I'm fucking losing it. This is not real. And then I hear it again, Louie. I'm like, oh no, I'm insane. And then, and then I was just like, I'm going to leave. I don't know what to do. And so I just left the fucking room and I go check on my girl. And I'm like, were you calling me? She goes, no. And I'm like, okay. And then I went and I played video games mm. for, for like eight hours straight. And I put it, <laughs> I put it away. I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to play Fallout New Vegas, a game that came out in 2008, which is maybe more insane than uh, than hearing a, a ghost calling your name and going, ah, I'm not crazy. The house is just haunted. <laughs> and then just staying in the house, yeah. you know, because, because you know, it, it, let's say the house was haunted, pretty nuts of me to stay there. <laughs> the next day, right, it's... Uh, it's now nighttime, okay? So it's like uh, it's like 9 p.m. It's dark, and I'm I'm making myself dinner, and uh, and and I just hear Louis, and 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 I just get I get this fucking huge surge of adrenaline because because now I know I've completely fucking lost my mind. <laughs> I am I'm I've gone insane. I'm I'm now actually hallucinating. I go, yeah. Nothing for ages. And then I hear, Louie. And I go, what? And Jazz is like, what's wrong? I'm like, are you calling my name? And she goes, no. I'm like, are you fucking with me? She goes, no. I'm like, all right. And then she she goes, because oh, now I'm like, oh, she's fucking with me for sure. Um, and then she goes off into another room. And I know where she is now in the house. And then 10 minutes later go by. I've almost finished making my dinner. And I just hear, Louie. And it's not coming from her. I'm like, oh my God, I fucking lost it. I start looking around everywhere. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I'm on way too much of this medicine. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm losing my mind. And uh, I look out the window and the neighbor is babysitting their grandson <laughs> who's called Louie. And I've been hearing all week this woman go, Louie. I'm going, what? And it's, it's this other fucking kid. I thought I was hallucinating the whole time. Oh my! It's just the fucking neighbor's kids called Louie. And I did it again this morning. Where she goes, Louie. And I go, yeah. And then she heard, she looked at me through the fucking window. Because I go, yeah. And then she looked in the kitchen window. And then I remembered, oh, it must be the woman. So I looked out the window. And we just made this awkward eye contact. She doesn't know my name. I can only assume that for the for all last week she's going Louie and then she's hearing me go what what do you want from me get out of my head I'm gonna play Fallout bro I was I was like oh my god I fucking complete I would you know how fucking scared I was <laughs> Making eggs that first time when I realized Jazz was not in the house. I was like, did I just hear my name? Louie! <laughs> what? <laughs> so, uh, I've, I've lowered the medicine a little bit just in case. <laughs> you know, chances are I'll fucking look out the window and, and the neighbors never live there, you know? <laughs> like, that's what I'm hallucinating. The, the actual neighbor and the child. 
Fuck, I've never, I don't think I've ever been that scared in my life. <laughs> From when it was like 9 p.m. and for the third time that week, I heard a woman calling my name in the house. I was like, oh, it's it, best case scenario, I'm schizophrenic. Worst case, the house is haunted. We're going to die tonight. <laughs> oh, man, I was so scared. Um, anyway, how good is it to be not schizophrenic? It's really great, good stuff. Oh, fuck. Um, all right, so I've got a surgery date. I have a surgery date, which is amazing. I had my uh, my consult with the surgeon, and he had a look at all of my uh, all my scans and everything, and and he's really happy with it. Um, and uh, man, it was so weird talking to the guy because um, we, we had, it was like maybe twenty five minute appointment where he's telling me everything and he's talking to me, and because it was also the first time I'd I'd met up with him. He did the first surgery. First time I'd met up with him since since like properly recovering from the first one, getting all of the metal out of my mouth and make the gap tooth going away and everything. And uh, so he's asking me about my recovery and he's asking me about like, you know, what I want and, and how it's everything's been and explaining the process. But the whole time he's making like such unnerving eye contact with me. And it was really freaking me out. I'm talking to this guy and, uh, and, and mind you, at this point, I've been hallucinating for a week. <laughs> and now this guy's staring into my soul. I'm like, I think this guy's going to try and take my brain while I'm under. Uh, and he's just like staring into my soul. And, uh, and then halfway through the conversation, he just starts telling me everything that's wrong with my face and my skull and how it operates. <laughs> so he wasn't actually looking at me. That was why it felt weird. He wasn't looking at me in the eyes. He was looking at me in the teeth. Just like looking, he goes, when you speak, I can see much too much of your gum. So what I can actually do is we're actually going to move it all up as well. So we'll, we'll just see like a nice, wide, straight smile of yours instead of like, you have some really nice teeth, but we can see a lot of gum. So it makes your teeth look really long. Uh, and he was saying all this other other shit and and that's what he was doing the whole time talking to me He was analyzing and he's like and and you know when I talk to you your your chin is like uh, It's actually slanted. It's on a bit of an angle there. It's really slight, but I can see it uh, And and that's why you do this and do that. And I was like, oh my god, this guy's Like that that that's why I, I felt so unnerved Talking to him because he was he was literally imagining how he was gonna chop me up <laughs> So uh, I, I went in and he, he looked at all my scans, but there were 2D scans that the author did. Um, and he also had a look at the after photos that they took as well. And uh, they, they sent me in and he goes, oh, we're going to get you to do a 3D scan as well, which I'd done before the surgery. And he, he, he goes, we've actually got one in the office. Because before I had to go to like a, a, a radiologist or something, whatever they're called, and do it at their office. But he was like, we've got our own now. Like he's stoked. He's like his own little toy. And he sends me into into what previously would have been a broom closet. And there's this fucking million dollar head scanning device, but it's the uh, it's I don't know if it's a small one or what, but it's a head scanning device, and it's built for people to it's built to go up and down because people are different heights, right? But it's not built for me. <laughs> and I've I've done these before at other radiologists. I've done like three 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 D scans so far with all the surgeries. And uh, they normally get you to sit in a chair um, or it goes high enough. This one, the woman was confident that it would go high enough for me and then it didn't. And I was like, oh yeah, normally, um, normally they just, they just get me to sit. And she's like, oh yeah, we don't really have a, we don't have a chair in here. We can't because the room is so small. So she's like, I'll just get you to bend down. So, so the, 
I was like, all right. And then so she gets me to bend down. But the problem is, right, it's 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 scared. It's supposed to, to get a good scan. It's like uh, you can't be leaning forward because that's not how your skull normally sits. You have to be like sitting as if you're standing or standing so that it's so that it gets like, how does your, your skull fit on top of your spine? Like it needs to be nice and it needs to be straight. Like you put, um, you actually, they have like a, a, a thing that you bite down on. So you go and it holds your mouth open and still, and then it spins around your head really, really slowly. So I'm like bent over forwards. My ass is touching the wall. Cause it's in like a fucking broom closet. Uh, and try and she's like, can you just stand straight? I'm like, I, I can't stand straight unless you get me to sit down. I'm on an angle. So I'm like leaning forward, but then trying to make it look like I'm standing up from the shoulders up. And then this machine like <laughs> spins around me, but my, my back's like going out outwards in the, in the fucking trajectory of the scanning thing. So I'm, I'm thinking, oh man, I've seen this scene in final destination. I know what happens here. Um, that's that's what I've been hearing all week was just death calling my name. Louie, what? <laughs> I'm getting my head scanned. Um, <laughs> but it, we get the scan, whatever. And uh, and now it's really real. So in in two or three weeks, looking at my calendar here, I go back in for the um, the design appointment. Cause this one was just like, get my head scanned. And he's like, these are the, these are the, what's going to happen to you. Basically he, he made sure that I was healthy and ready for it. But uh, yeah, uh, in the final week of July, I go in for my, <laughs> I go for my head design appointment. And basically what he's going to do, he, he talked to me about the, the process. I was like, uh, cause I didn't really, I didn't really know what was going to, cause the, the thing about this is um, a lot of people get this exact surgery as a cosmetic surgery. So for me, it's for health reasons, but it's also like a while we're in there type of thing as well. Because basically, a, a handsome, especially a man, a handsome man is just a healthy skull. Like a strong jawline means a clear airway, means strong teeth to eat tough food. And that's what straight teeth are as well. You can eat food well and you have a nice strong head that can absorb an impact. And, and, and even like a strong brow that's to protect your eyes from the sun. Like it's literally just a handsome man is a healthy skull. So we're going in there and we're going to give me a healthy skull, which I do not have. And uh, now we're up to, cause this whole time I've been like, I just want to be healthy. I don't, you know, that's all I care about is I feel so bad and I'm so sick that I just want to solve the issue. And that's all, all that part is now like sorted and I don't have to think about it at all because he kind of knows what he's going to do. Now it's, now it's like, yeah, all right. Now what would you like to look like Lewis? And I have no fucking clue because uh, <clears throat> basically what he's going to do, he's like, do you have any preferences? And I was like, I want to be handsome. <laughs> you know, I was like, I want to be, I would like to be like, you know, I obviously want to be handsome. I don't want to be deformed. Um, but I also, I also still want to look like me. I was like, I just want, I want to look like a, like a, like a more handsome version of me. I don't, I like my face. Um, I don't, uh, I, when I look at my face, I never think I wish I didn't have this feature or I wish I had this feature that I do not have. The only time I ever looked at myself and I wasn't, I, that I thought, oh, I wish this could be better is I, I wish that I had like straighter teeth. I was like, that's, but it never made me feel like ugly or insecure. And now I have them. 
So now, like, my, my oh, I kind of would like that wish list is already, like, I've got beautiful, straight, nice teeth and a wide smile now. When the braces come off, they'll look awesome. But now it's like it's going to change drastically what do you want time. Um, and I was like, look, if you have to trade off between handsome and health, I want to I wanna lean health. You know, I was like, is that, he, he goes, yeah, that's like a trade off that sometimes we do have to make of like, you look, you'll, this will make you much more handsome, but it won't get all of the result that we want health wise. And I'm like, well, I want to lean health. Okay. If I have to look like a fucking, um, uh, giga Chad. All right. But I can't breathe properly. I, I don't want that. I was just like, look, whatever we do, I just want to make sure that we future proof the problem. I don't want to just fix it today. Like we just, you know, got away from the symptoms because with sleep apnea, um, it gets, lots way worse as you age and it happens to all of us uh and it's and most of the reason it happens is just like um you lose elasticity in your skin and in your muscles in your neck and then your airway closes so i'm like look i just want it so that when i hit 60 70 and it starts getting worse it's not gonna it'll it'll get to like a normal amount of sleep apnea not back to emergency levels because you can't get obviously you would not get this surgery if you're 60 or 70. beyond that i would like to just be like good a good a better looking version of me i don't know i was literally like i don't know what do you think and he goes here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna go away and i'm gonna look at your scan and it sounds like he actually does the surgery digitally in his program like uh he looks at the 3d model of my skull and he cuts it up and he moves things and he puts it back together and he goes i'm gonna give you like two maybe three options that we can slightly refine from there and uh and and i was like okay cool that makes sense and then i ha i have a look on like there's a really good Reddit page like for jaw surgery. What makes me feel a lot better at it is if you look at this jaw surgery thing, bro, guys, girls, they're all fucking beautiful. Every single person on the other end of it is like gorgeous. Uh, even the even the ones that start out fucking deformed. Like I don't look like I'm deformed now, uh, which which I think actually gives me a better shot at aesthetic, better aesthetic results. But some of these people in this Reddit board, they look like fucking monsters that you would see in a comic book. And then they come out going, dude, handsome. <laughs> uh, so that's given me a lot of faith. But all those people that are talking about the design process, I didn't realize that you were looking at just the skull. So it's not like The Sims or Skyrim where you have a, a slider and you see the face with skin change. He's going to show me three different skulls like, and, and then he's going to, and then, and then I have to like, imagine what I will actually look like with muscle and flesh and skin on top of mm -hmm. those skulls. <laughs> so all, what I'm saying is it's, it's imagine, imagine going to a hairdresser, right? And, uh, and they were like, what, what would you like to look like today? And they started playing with your hair. And they're like, I could do this or I could do that. And then you look in the mirror and you just see a skeleton and you're like, hmm, <laughs> you don't know what the fuck you're going to look like at the end of it with skin and shit on top. So yeah, I'm just like, that's the only thing that's making me nervous. I'm not worried about recovery or, or will this fix the issue or how painful it will be. I'm just like, man, what the fuck am I going to look like? And me not having like a clear idea of what I want is making me a little bit nervous because, um, uh, I don't think I've ever walked into a hairdresser and been like, yeah, whatever you want, man. What do you think? 
which is what I'm doing. I'm going, what do you, what, uh, what would look good on me? What type of jaw would look good, look good on me? Cause I don't know what I want, but look, and at the end of the day, I'm just going to be very healthy. And that's, uh, that's fucking awesome. And, and the process is it's August 24. So it's about six weeks away, which is really close. It's really, really, really close, which is awesome. Cause I'm so, I'm so fucking sick and ill and I'm so over it. Uh, and it's yeah, August 24, which is amazing. And it's going to be, I get the surgery and then it's going to be, they told me it's going to be six to eight weeks of my jaw being held shut with elastic bands on both sides, which means like no chewing anything. It'll mean it's literally like someone was like, how are you gonna? I was talking to Ruben about it. He goes, how the fuck are you going to eat? And I go, oh, well, you're going to, because before my mouth wasn't wired shut. It was just, it didn't need to be, but this one is because it's top and bottom that they move. So it needs to be like held shut so that it heals. So that when your jaw closes, it heals in, a, in, the, in the state that it needs to be in for you to chew and hold your mouth shut. Because if you didn't hold it shut, you would heal all fucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you get a fucking a bottle because you can't suck. Everyone's like, oh, you better use a straw. You cannot suck. The pressure of that, it'll pull stitches and shit out of your, the roof of your mouth. So you can't suck, right? So that, that's going to that's gonna mean my income is going to take a big hit for a while. But uh, <laughs> because, um, what you do is you get like a bottle with a little nozzle in it and you, you like stick the nozzle between the teeth and the squeeze and then you, and I tell you, you eat food for six weeks. Um, so that'll be my life for, for six, six, maybe eight weeks after. But after that, man, I'm just, uh, I'm healthy. I'm good to go. I'm good. I think this, I think the swelling of, from this surgery, there's like the really bad swelling where you look like an ugly football that goes away after a month, but then there's like just general swelling all around your mouth and jaw and chin that will kind of go down over a year. So what's funny about it is I, I'm not going to know what I actually look like for like a year after the surgery. My, my horrible, bad injury swelling will go away and I'll go, Oh, so this is what I look like. And then that will change heaps over like a year. So, but it's really good. I'm excited to, for it to be over. I don't know. I don't know what, what, what we're going to do with the podcast. I think last with the surgery last time we pre-recorded a bunch of episodes, but I was a lot more well and able to do that back then. I think I'm just going to disappear. I think, uh, I think that, uh, I really, um, I think I really kind of messed up last surgery of uh, I pre-recorded a bunch of stuff because honestly, mainly because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to stop making money and I didn't, and I didn't want to like not pay my people. That was really the main reason for it. It was like, oh, I kind of don't want to disappear, but it was mainly about, ah, I, I want to make sure the people around me are making money. Uh, sorry, Keelan. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I don't want to do that this time. I want to, I think I'm going to disappear. Um, and I think I just need to, uh, I think what was bad about that was like, I was like, I'm just going to pretend that I'm not sick or recovering from like an intensive fucking surgery. And I'm going to still try and run a business off my head on pain medicine from my phone when I can't speak. That's insane. So this time lesson learned, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to, you know, make a video for the main channel going, Hey, this is what's happening to me. If you want to follow the recovery journey, you can see it on Instagram. And then I'm just going to go away. And, uh, and, and yeah, post an update on Instagram, you know, every, every couple days, if I'm up to it, uh, 
because <clears throat> I think also I think that's uh, that's what the what my audience like needs. Like the people that listen to this, they know intimately what's going on. But like all the casual fans are like, I don't know, what the f- he just stopped uploading. What's going on? Is he sick? Is he not? What's happening? Because like all the casual fans are like, man, I thought you were feeling better. Didn't the first surgery work? And it's like, ah, you don't you, you like most most people don't care enough at all to understand that it's like a two part process, uh, which is fine. Um, and, and, uh, and yeah, banking and, and uploading and scheduling a bunch of stuff to come out while I'm recovering just kind of confuses and muddies the, the waters even further. Yeah. I just want to be like, Hey, I'm really fucking sick and that's why I'm gone. I'm getting a surgery. I'll be back when I'm well, and then I'm not disappearing again. Uh, which I think is what I fucked up last time. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be over. I'm excited. I'm so over it. Uh, cause the, cause the medicine's a little bit weird. It's, it started off really just exclusively good, but it's a little bit up and down. It's like a painkiller. You know, there's, there's only so long you can take morphine for your mangled leg before, before your body goes, Hey, I think we should stop walking. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't remove the illness. It masks the symptom of tired. So it's like, I'm going forward because I don't feel tired, but my body's still like, wait, well, Hey man. Maybe you should play Fallout for eight hours. <laughs> While you're gone, I had this idea last year. Yeah. You just get every single podcast you've ever done and just yeah. con- continuously live stream until you're back. Yeah. And then it could be like, if you know you're coming back in yeah. three months, you okay. start down. live stream, countdown, yeah. and then the live stream ends when the new podcast is uploaded. You know, I really, I really like, um, isn't PewDiePie doing that on Twitch? He just has, he has, oh, a, he? I think he, I don't know if it's still going, but he, he has a Twitch channel and he, it's just an endless loop of his daily videos mm. randomized right. and it never stops. Yeah. You could just do that. That's a good idea. Um, that would be pretty funny if you have a more recent episode than like episode two when you're saying slurs. Yeah. I was going <clears> to, <throat> I was just going to say, why don't, if you get on the job of like tracking down all the slurs <laughs> and just, and just. We don't have to delete the episode. We just won't include them in the live stream. Yeah, yeah. You know, just like the uh, first fifty. Yeah, just the first fifty, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Let's start when I was filming myself. There's something about filming yourself that makes you watch your language a little bit more. Not much, but just just enough, the correct amount to go. Maybe this shouldn't be filmed. Um. So yeah, I think uh, I also had an idea just this morning. I thought that would be funny. Is um is is let's transcribe all of the episodes and upload it to an AI thing and get it to just come up with an episode, an hour long AI generated episode. It's a good idea. And we'll just film me in my bed, swollen face, drooling, coming in and out of consciousness, you know, just fucking sucking down Oxycontin uh, and, uh, and, and the AI Lewis Spears voice. Yeah. That's like me with an American accent will be reading whatever the AI generated episode is. That could be fun. And that's good too, because before, obviously, uh, you put it through the, the text to voice thing, you can just hit control F and search any slurs and remove them yes. before you upload it. So funny. I edited a podcast today where I had to control F, find out where a certain word was in the transcript and delete it. That's good. That's a lot of trust in that technology as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, just to, like, fuck, I hope I didn't miss one. Yeah. Um, how how is the the alt right experience podcast going for you that you're working on now? <laughs> is that good? Yeah, they pay well. 
They, I've heard that. Rumble yeah. has a good CPM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Anyway, I've done a video for Rebel Media. Um, <laughs> you know, I just didn't know that they were like, a, they're not alt-right, but they're like, a, they're, they're super right-wing. What was the video? Um, well, because they, you know what? They came to Australia and uh, and there was that video that I did where they, I knew that they were a right-wing media outlet and they came to Australia starting in a, an Australian branch. Rebel Media is the one that, that um, they fund that RV Yemeni guy. Yes. So that's them. And they were starting their Australian branch. And then, and then that's when I just randomly on a tour, I was in Sydney, I had an off day. It was me and Luke in the city. And I just saw the, the Ezra Levant, who's the owner of it. And he's doing this thing in Australia. So I just walked up and I just pretended to be the leader of Antifa. And I gave him a warning and I said, don't you come back here. And then they posted it and it got millions of views and people like, oh my God, Antifa's in Australia. Oh my God, that's actually Lewis Spears. He's <laughs> fucking with you. Um, and, and that was really funny and that was a great video for me. But the guy thought it was really funny. He was like, oh, this is great. I love you. I loved your character. Like he was really gracious about it. It was really good. Like say what you want about the, the, the right wing guys. They're, they're a little bit funny. They get, they have humor. It's what a lot of the left wing people don't get. And he was like, this is great. Could you, could you do the character for us? Um, and uh, we'll pay we'll pay you some money. We'll put it on our, on our channel. And I was like, yeah, all right, why not? Cool. And I I did like a just a, a rant from Antifa. Like I was just playing up the Antifa character, which I thought was funny. And some some guy was going to pay me like three hundred bucks for it. And I put it up, and it went on their channel. And I was like, oh, cool, a little bit more exposure for me. And then I read the comments, and it was just like super right wing stuff. And I was like, ah, I don't want to be a mouthpiece. Yeah, you know, it's like I'll I'll uh, I, like I'll make fun of. Antifa and shit, but I'll do it on my channel. I don't want to, I don't want to be propaganda yeah. is, is kind of what I, so I was like, ah, do, I'll do one. But then he was like, oh, we could we do a series or we could do a thing or, you know, like this happened in Canada. Cause they're from Canada. And he said, this happened in Canada and maybe you could parody it. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Canada. And, and I don't know, I don't know what your motives are with my <laughs> shit. I, I just don't want to be a mascot for propaganda. Which, and I wouldn't do that for CNN, for example. You know, I wouldn't do it for any news organization. Uh, although uh, having, a, having a TV show on any type of network is kind of like doing it <laughs> for a news organization, yeah, depending on how fucking paranoid you are. But I'm not paranoid since I discovered that I haven't been hallucinating for an entire week. I feel really good about that. You know, I was like, fuck. I was literally like, man, Next week's appointment was with the therapist is going to be a big one. <laughs> like I'm like, dude, if I didn't find out like two days before I went, I would have been, he's like, so how are you going? I'd be like, uh, I think that I'm hallucinating. I could have been on medicine, you know, maybe, maybe you would have given me antipsychotics and they would make me start hallucinating. And then I'd stay on them forever and go insane. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so if you ever hear voices, look out the window. Don't jump out the window. Look out the window. I mean, taking melatonin, it makes me um, hallucinate. Oh, yeah? Any I good sleep. ones? Yeah, there was one I woke up and I thought Phoebe turned to me and said, hey, we need to swap sides of the bed. And I'm yeah. a very, like, very conscious about sleep and mm. how comfortable you feel when you sleep. So yeah. I was like, okay, well, that, if you feel uncomfortable, then sure, let's swap. So I got out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> She's asleep. Walked over to her side of the bed, tapped her on the shoulder, was like, "You wanna, you wanna move over so I can hop." Yeah, that's in. like me going, "What? What do you want?" And then she's turned over, like, 
this man leaning over her. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, you said you wanted to say, change places. And then I'm just standing there realizing what I've done. <laughs> That is the worst when you have when you have a dream and you're halfway because it's so weird when you do that because I've done it I used to do it a lot I used to do it heaps before I started using the the CPAP machine because mm. I would have uh, I would have like uh, adrenaline surges because I was choking for so long that I would start I would start to die my body would go hey you're getting attacked <laughs> and then I would start to save my life and I would get I would you you wake up halfway through a sentence that you've been saying for like five seconds. And then, and then you finish the sentence, but halfway through, you're like, I'm, I'm crazy. Yeah. This is nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. It is good stuff. It is a good laugh. Yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't had a, a, a horrible sleep apnea panic for age since I started using the machine, but I had one like two nights ago. I just had this horrific dream of getting hung and it was so like, it was so realistic. Like I could feel the rope around my neck and I and I could feel my toes dangling. And, and then I woke up and it was just me like trying, like going like this, kicking my legs and shit. Cause I was actually choking on my own tongue. Oh. And, and I woke up and the machine is just going, <sighs> cause when it detects you not breathing, you wear a face mask yeah. and when you stop breathing it, it starts shooting air to move your tongue. So you go, <gasps> so I wake up and, and I'm just like, I'm getting hung and the machine's like, <gasps> like doing fucking mouth to mouth on me. <laughs> how, does, how does Jazz deal with this? Uh, she finds it relaxing. Ah, the, it's, it's like white noise. The current machines are not that loud. They, uh, it's, just like a, it's just like a gentle whoosh all the time. It's much more annoying for me than it is for her. Um, we just can't like, what? Oh, sorry, I thought there was a fire alarm going off. Yeah, I definitely heard some kind of beeping. Is it hot? What's that smell? <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah, if, I, if, if next episode I just stop abruptly to go, what? The voices are back. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, it's just like, it's just like a gentle whoosh. It's it's getting really annoying for me though because I have to I have to wear the mask really tight to to the seal needs to be tight and it's fucking up my skin yeah. so bad it's real bad on the bridge of my nose now I actually I think I'm gonna have to wear a bandaid to sleep so I can wear the mask um, we actually replaced the machine because we rent it because they're expensive to buy I think it's a truck in the distance oh, okay. um, concerning because it was really like annoying and loud. Yeah, it's 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 gonna play into the house. We're doomed. Uh, we had to replace the machine um, because I was feeling horrible. But I was getting. It tells you how you sleep every night. It tells you how many times you stop breathing because it that's it detects and it activates and it tells you your quality of sleep. Mm. And uh, it was just telling me I was feeling the worst I felt for for like six months, easy. And but every morning I would check it and it was like you slept great perfect reading and I was like this doesn't make any fucking sense because I feel horrible so we take it in after like six months because I'm like too sick I don't have any energy to like leave the house to go and drive out and have this fucking annoying appointment they're lovely but I go there and I go can you look at this machine is it is it fucked like am I sleeping well or poorly and they have a look at the data they can see more in depth and they're all like they're like yeah we've never seen sleep this good ever yeah so it uh, you feel bad? I'm like, yeah, I feel bad. She goes, okay, it probably hasn't been working properly for the last six months. Oh. Replaces the everything, the, the the motor and the whole thing, gives me a whole new unit, sends me home. And then I have one sleep and the reading is like, you slept horrible. And I was like, <laughs> there it is. It just wasn't fucking working for six months. 
So, yeah, I'm a sick boy. Uh, speaking of sick boys, Jonah Hill. Uh, everyone's upset about the Jonah Hill thing. Uh, and everyone's everyone's going, oh, Jonah Hill's abusive. If you don't know, Jonah Hill, uh, he he pursued, he reached out to this uh, professional surfer lady. And the, the way he reached out was he sent her a photo of her surfing. And he was like, damn, nice. She was in like a surf outfit, her bums out. She's hot. She's an athlete. He's like, damn, I'd love to meet you. And they start dating. Uh, and uh, anyway, recently she came out with a bunch of texts that he sent her. Can you turn the heater off? I'm going to, I'm going to overheat. It's there. Uh, he sent her a bunch of texts that uh, are basically going, uh, Hey, this is what you need to do to keep me. You can't, let me, let me pull up these texts. I want to read them because they're, because they're really good. It's really good stuff. Um, and when, and, and, uh, just a little editor's note for Keelan. Don't bother cutting this out. They can deal with it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but just like a little a little um, note to myself for the future, maybe have these handy before you start talking about them. All right. So this is the text that, that he sent that she's put out and she said this is abusive. Plain and simple. Good start. If you need, and then there's just, there's, there's seven dot points, which is, a lot of, which is a lot of dot points. I would say like right off the bat, um, Communicating in dot points and demands is probably not the healthiest mm. way to communicate. Plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, <laughs> she's an athlete, she's a professional surfer, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men, okay, fair. If they are actually inappropriate. Uh, to model, okay, that's her job. Have you not seen these? I uh, didn't read them. To post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit. She's a surfer. <laughs> to post sexual pictures. Uh, subjective. But okay. We, we might give him that. And maybe. She's a model. But she's a model. Uh, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful. I'm going to kill myself. All right. Well, I understand that, but we can only have lunch. Because my boyfriend said that we can only have lunch. So if you're if you're in crisis and you're feeling so unstable, you want to die. Do you want to get coffee or something? Because <laughs> I know it's three a.m., but I can't, I'm not allowed to come over and help you. Um, <laughs> uh, then I'm not the right partner for you. If these things uh, bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. <laughs> These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you, based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. And so a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people, mostly women are going, this is abusive. But a lot of other people, mostly men are going, this isn't abusive. He's clearly communicating his boundaries. And if you don't like it, you can leave. And he said that you'll leave and I, I won't stop you. I think that both of those camps actually are wrong. And it's option three. He's a fucking idiot. He started a relationship with a surfer knowing and even being attracted to her surfing pictures and her bikini shirt and her modeling and then got into a relationship with her and was like, um, actually <laughs> stop, stop doing your career for me. Cause that's a boundary that I have. He's a fucking idiot. I wouldn't call it necessarily abusive. It's definitely toxic because abusive is like, you're not allowed to do these things and I won't let you leave. Like that's like, that's prison. I don't know. It's like debatable. If 
If all he did was send this one text, then I wouldn't really, I'd classify it as definitely toxic and fucking stupid by him, but not necessarily abusive. But, but also it's like all these people are going, what? She could have left at any point. It's like, yeah, that's, that's like every woman stuck in an abusive relationship is, oh, they could leave at any point. And it's like, well, that's not, that's not really how abusive relationships work. It's like, oh, if you were getting hit, just leave. It's like, we know now from the history of abusive relationships in mankind, that's not, it's not that simple and it's not how it works. So it's like, you know, you can't just, you can't just be like, oh, you're allowed to hit a woman as long as she doesn't run away. Or you're allowed to be a cunt as long as she doesn't leave. It's like, that's not, that's not what abuse is. You can definitely be abusive by going, you're not allowed to do your career and you're not allowed to do this. And by being very controlling and then going, I'll fucking tank the whole relationship if you do that. It's like that is like controlling at best and toxic at best, abusive at worst. We just don't know the full context of it. I will say from her, it's very suspect the timing that she's posted this because she posted this like the day after he like went public with his, with a child that he had with a new girlfriend. Uh, uh, yeah. All these, all these new articles are coming out against him. Yeah. Did you see what else came out? No. Oh. What else has come out? Just that he was inappropriate with a 16 year old at a party. <laughs> yeah. It, the pile on begins and I, yes. look, I haven't read any of this. It might be true. It might not be. I don't know. I'm not commenting on that. Um, but, uh, but, but it never looks good when a lot of people stuck on. Yeah, me too. Um, but here's another thing as well to consider. Uh, <laughs> hey, I love that you're a surfer. You're so hot. We should be my girlfriend. Hey, stop being a surfer. I don't like it. Also, I'm 39. <laughs> Come on, dude. You're almost 30. You're almost 40 and you're fucking, you're, you're upset that your 25 year old hot surfer girl is a hot surfer girl. It's like nuts. And you know what? You know what else is, is interesting? I've experienced this before as a hot surfer girl uh, in a much like like less uh, intense way. I remember when I was 18, before I met my girl, I, I was dating another girl and she was she was attracted to me because of my my like job. Like, oh, she, she thought it was so cool that I was an entertainer. And she thought it was so hot and whatever. And, uh, and, and we started having casual sex, but then we started dating and, uh, and it completely changed. And, uh, and she would always make little comments and like, oh, I don't want you to, I don't want you to, like, she just wasn't supportive and she was really weird. And I was like, uh, what, what's going on? She's like, oh, you know, I really like that you were doing this, but it's not something that I would want my boyfriend doing. And she, she really was, she was really like, ah, if you want to be a comedian or do this, then, then you can't be my boyfriend. And I was like, all right, see ya. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like I've been, I've been on uh, a less intense version of, of, of her side of events and yeah, p people do that a lot and it's fucking, it's their mistake. It's really stupid to be attracted to, to a person like basically they find something sexually attractive, but they don't find it romantically attractive. So they try to be like, oh, stop doing the thing that brought us together basically. Um, but I am seeing like today she's posting story upon story upon story of all these other texts. And he, he sent her a message of like saying, Hey, you know, it was really triggering to me that you've kind of breached my trust and privacy and all this kind of stuff. And, and, and she's just posted all of that. So it's like, it's, I don't know. I see this stuff and I go, it looks a little bit two way to me. It looks like it, it's, I think it, 
on the surface, from what I've seen, I could still be wrong. It doesn't seem anywhere near as bad as she's saying that it is. Um, and uh, and and now it seems like it was going back and forth a bit. Of just, it seems like it was a fucking unhealthy, stupid shit relationship. And now now I now I'm talking about it on a podcast. It's stupid. I think it was also a lockdown relationship. Right. They got together during lockdown, which isn't. Yeah. See, if I was stuck in lockdown and my girlfriend was out there surfing, I'd be like, stay in your house. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was doing. That's what that was. uh, That was me with every comedian from Perth. (laughs) I was stuck in lockdown in Melbourne for a hundred days. I was watching Rory Lowe doing comedy sets going, ha ha Melbourne. If if that was my boyfriend, I'd go get in the house, sit on the couch. Um, I'm jealous, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, that's, that's so classic of, uh, of like, uh, and all, a bunch of women I'm seeing like on Twitter and stuff are saying like, this happens fucking all the time to women with, with like interesting and exciting jobs that aren't even necessarily sexy. Like being like a surfer and having your body out or an athlete, that's like, that's, that's pretty hot. But like, uh, I saw this, this interesting thread from like a flight attendant going like, I have so many of these stories personally and so many of my flight attendant colleagues have these like uh, experiences of like a man meets a flight attendant and finds them really exciting. Oh, it's so cool how you fly everywhere and you live an exciting lifestyle and and you're spontaneous because you don't even know where you're going to be next week and you're going here and you're going there and then they get into a relationship with that person and they go, I don't want you going to Miami I don't want you flying here or, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't want you with these male flight attendants who are absolutely gay, by the way. Uh, but it's, yeah, it's just like, uh, I, I just, I just see that. And I'm like, oh, that's just pussy boy shit. It's like you, you were attracted to this exciting person. And, uh, and also a boundary is like, I was talking about this with my girl and I was like, what do you think about this? And she goes, a boundary isn't, isn't like something that you can't tolerate. When I have a boundary with you, for example, my boundary with you, when I have boundaries, it's things that you do to me. Like my boundary is like, you can't hit me. You know, you can't steal from me. But if I go, you can't wear the color blue. (laughs) That's just a boundary that I have. It's like, you're not doing that to me. It's like, it's, so I can't, I can't really be like, hey, that's fucking disrespectful to me. It's for, it's for you to be wearing fucking jeans. Hate that, you know, because you're not doing that at me. If you were, if, if, if you're in a relationship with someone and they, and they dress up really sexy and then they go into a, into like environments where, you know, generally single people go and that's like encouraged and that flirting and shit like happens. That's like a disrespectful thing to do to me. But if you're just hot, and you're a surfer and you wear an outfit that happens to be sexy, but it's also just what you wear. Like she's a fucking surfer. I can't be like, Hey man, it's just a boundary of me. Like I, I can't accept when you do your job. Cause that, cause that's such a thing of like a boundary with, 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 with friends that I have is like, I wouldn't be friends with someone who hit me in the face. Like a boundary is not, I wouldn't be friends with a surfer. Yeah. You know, a boundary isn't something that you invent like after you meet someone. It's generally something that you have regardless of the people in your life. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't like it when someone steals money out of my pocket, but then I start fucking dating an engineer and I'm like I, I a boundary of mine is people who build bridges. <laughs> it's like that's not 
necessarily what a boundary is. So it's not really something that you can in interpret as disrespect, especially if they were doing it before they ever met you. And yes. it was what attracted to you initially. Like, and you can, it could maybe be a violation of your relationship if it's something, an, a new, like out of left field behavior or dream that they had that, that you didn't see coming. That was, that's not compat that you find out together is not compatible. Like if you start dating uh, a girl and, and out of nowhere, she starts an OnlyFans. It's like, that could be a problem. But if you dated a girl who was an OnlyFans star and you knew that, and then it becomes a problem, that's your fault. Um, so yeah, I, th I just think, I just think he's like a, I think it's just like pussy boy weak behavior of like, oh, that's so hot. Oh, I'm, I don't like it when you do it anymore. <laughs> it's like, you're a little baby. That's not a new behavior she's exhibiting. You're just fucking insecure and intimidated. And you're trying to, you're trying to be like, oh, this is a boundary that I have. It's like <laughs> not having a surfer girlfriend isn't a boundary. <laughs> it's like, otherwise you would never date a fucking surfer. Yeah. Um, uh, someone in the discord. You're 39. Yeah. Sorry. Someone in the Discord said they sent in an email. Okay. All right. That's how we'll wrap up the the episode here. The email sucks. It's well, a fake essay. Plain and simple. If you need me to, to answer an email that you sent in on the podcast, this relationship isn't for you. <laughs> uh, if you want to send an email to podcast at loosebeers.com, send it through to podcast at loosebeers.com. Um, who, who, who sent it? I'm not sure. I just saw it. Do you know what it was about? Nope. When did they send it? This is great stuff. This time last week. This time last week. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Look, there's actually a lot of really good emails. Um, and, um, oh, okay. Here's a good email. All right. I don't know what, what this guy's email was, but if this is the right one, but this is a good one. Okay. This is kind of old news, but uh, really good stuff. I don't know if you saw the news, but... Um, I just uh, I just made a very powerful ally uh, the last last month, last couple of weeks. I made a very very powerful ally, and uh, I think a lot of people are going to be upset about it, especially all of you right wing Trumpies. Uh, president Joe Biden, my president Joe Biden, uh, wears a CPAP mask. Oh really? Yep. A bunch of photos came out uh, of him with these mask marks on his face, and all these uh, all these right wing conspiracy theory people who were, by the way, rightfully so, going at at, at all moments. There's about a hundred thousand people watching Joe Biden and going, "What the fuck's wrong with this guy?" Rightfully so, <laughs> because there's a lot wrong with him. I just saw a TikTok. I reckon every three days I see a TikTok of him saying the most fucking ridiculous shit and not noticing it or walking the wrong direction or falling over yes. or just being like so unbelievably clearly having at the, at the, at, you know, at best, right. In the best case interpretation of this flashes of, of senile behavior. Mm. I wouldn't say he's senile, but I would say he dabbles. It's a hobby for him of just like coming in and out of like absolutely fucking losing it. I saw yeah, the TikTok that I saw today was he was talking about um he's doing this speech and uh and he goes, uh, uh I, I'm gonna talk about uh Vladimir. Oh well, I probably shouldn't be so familiar with him. And I'm I'm thinking, oh, he comes a fucking good burn. Because every now and then he comes out with a sick 
<laughs> fuck yeah, America speech or a, a yeah, America moment that even I'm like, yeah, Joe Biden, let's go. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for like one of his classic Biden burns. And he goes, uh, uh, he'd talk about uh, uh, Vladimir. Oh, I shouldn't be so familiar. Uh, Mr. Zelensky. And, <laughs> and he talks about Ukraine the whole time. He just said Vladimir. And I'm like, ah, you almost had me. You've lost it. <laughs> shouldn't be so familiar. So all these photos came out of, of Joe Biden with, with these strange markings ac like across his cheek and neck and forehead. And I saw it and I was like, CPAP, that man's wearing a CPAP. And everyone else was like, what's going on? Does he need <laughs> oxygen masks to stay alive? Are they feeding him oxygen when the cameras aren't looking? Because that's a thing that really unhealthy people need. They strap them to like pure oxygen to keep them like uh, on their feet. And I saw that and I was like, the guy's ancient. That's a CPAP. He's tall. Uh, and then they came out and uh, the White House correspondents were, after like a week of like, what's wrong with him? Is he going to die? Was he on a fucking, w did he go into a coma and w was he on a breathing machine? Close. Uh, <laughs> and then the White House correspondent was like, uh, yeah, it's a CPAP. He uh, like uh, something like uh, it's, it's absurdly high percentage of all Americans use a CPAP machine. And mm. then all of those right wing trucker Trumpies <laughs> were like, oh, no, I use one of them as well, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, actually, I've got those marks too. And the reason why you can't see them is because I've got a big beard and I'm really fat. <laughs> <laughs> so I've made, I've made a, an ally of the president. That's really good. See? Well, fuck. That makes me feel lazy. You know what? It instantly made me go, oh, that's, that's why he comes across as an idiot like all the time. The amount of times I've said dumb shit or misremembered things... And, and, and I've just gone, man, this, this sleep apnea is making me stupid. Yeah. Maybe that's what's wrong with Joe Biden. It's not, but maybe. <laughs> um, Did you see the video of him and Albanese walking and then Biden stops to do whatever like military service thing they're doing and Albanese just keeps walking. <laughs> he doesn't realize. It's really good. Yeah, I saw another one. Yeah, that's like classic Australian. Like we don't have all those military rituals and all this shit like there's all there's a bunch of stuff of, uh, around like how the president salutes different people at different times and military funerals and and all that kind of stuff that 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 really isn't like a huge thing here like like in america i saw a video of like trump uh meeting like the 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 son of a fallen soldier and the kids dressed up in uniform and it gives him the flag really beautiful like sad awful moment uh of 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 donald trump going uh yeah we did it for oil um but <laughs> But you, I've never seen a prime minister do that ever, mm. you know. I've seen Tony Trump. Uh, Tony Trump. I've seen uh, Tony. See, I'm a fucking idiot. This is. I, I just made fun of Joe Biden going fucking Vladimir Zelensky, and I just said Tony Trump. I'm talking about Tony Abbott, right? I've seen Tony Abbott talk to a bunch of soldiers uh, about a bunch of their friends who died or were killed in war, and he, and he, and he went, "Ah, shit happens." I've seen That's that. Right. You know, that's that's literally Americans are like, you know, left wing and right wing presidents are like, I want to meet the son of the hero who died, and I want and I want to hug his wife and thank them for their sacrifice in in the most beautiful cemetery you've ever seen, and present them with a flag and a ceremony and bring them back. And uh, and our prime minister is like, ah, shit happens, right, boys? Sometimes you cop a bullet. Hey, it's but a bit of fun. <laughs> That's the difference. Um, what was I talking about? 
CPAP machine. Yeah, I reckon we'll end the episode there, guys. Thank you very much for listening. If you want more, there's, there's some on Patreon right now. We're doing a book club. All right, see ya. Have a shit one. Bye.